Welcome back to episode 155 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here's some of the topics we discussed today. First up, BRC20 total market cap has exploded. We dissect what exactly happened. Next, panic is erupting over Bitcoin congestion issues. Then why BRC20 is actually good for the longevity of Bitcoin. And finally, will the world be ready for a Ready Player One lifestyle? All right, let's listen in. Welcome back to episode 155 of the Block Runner Podcast. I'm your host, William, always here with your co-host, Iron Man. What's going on? All right, on the sticks, we got TJ. Hello. And today we're a few days removed from recording our last podcast. And the reason is, is because a few days ago, we were talking about BRC20 market cap at $26 million. And guess what it is today? Yeah. $984 million. Yeah, we're looking at BRC20.io, which... We've been kind of evaluating and making comparisons to Unisat, which is the the number one exchange for these BRC20s. And the data is definitely inconsistent. So I would take yeah. that market cap with yeah. like a grain of salt. <laughs> Nonetheless. It's the number that we have to go off of. Yeah, that's like really... We're not going to do the, the, the hand math. The like. due diligence to like actually calculate it. But we're in the ballpark region of a billion, without a doubt. Yeah. So much volume is entering into this space. It's so... Last week, we... we yeah, I mean, BRC20s, we've been following it, but it wasn't nowhere near as manic as it is right now. So we were talking about AI and other things, but yeah. I think the focus of this week's discussion and probably many discussions in the future is going to be what the fuck is going on on Bitcoin, dude. Yeah, and uh, not a whole lot of substance is happening in the BRC20 space. There are a few projects that are working on and identifying some issues that you know they're, they're trying to solve and they have tokens to represent that solution, yeah. like Oshi, for example. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, pretty much every single token here is just a meme. Memes. Memes and, you know, speculation, early adopters, stuff like this. Because yeah. a lot of these tokens were hopefully inscribed, like, during some of the earlier phases of the mania. Mm -hmm. Because now, inscriptions are becoming, like, incredibly expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Everything on Bitcoin is becoming incredibly expensive because of what's going on here. Yeah, they're you know? so expensive that we have Bitcoin maximalists yeah. questioning whether or not this is a spam uh, attack on the network or yeah, legit. something constructive. I think a lot of people who haven't been paying attention, I think they legitimately think like Bitcoin is being, being attacked. attacked. Yeah. They don't know, like they haven't like digested the context of what's going on. Yeah. With ordinals, they probably heard about it, like you know, through like passing glance. Oh, that's cute. People are making JPEGs on Bitcoin. Ha ha. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it wasn't until the BRC twenties came into town where shit like started to you know ruffle up a bit. You know, it's interesting how the concern sort of shifts because when those pictures on Bitcoin were happening, they were like, "Well, what if you put porn on those pictures? Yeah. All of a sudden, you're holding a Satoshi with that represents porn or something." Yeah. Yeah. Like now that's not even a concern. Yeah. No, of course not. Now we're we're talking deep foundational like Yeah. This is this is protocol correct problems, if you will. Yeah, and it depends on your I guess perspective. So like the big debate going on right now is I don't know, like it's it's like a civil war esque yeah. moment for Bitcoin, right? And this happened a lot in the past, like, you know, the Bitcoin core community of miners and contributors, devs, stuff like this. Yeah. They've had disagreements in the past about a lot of things, right? That's why they've had forks in the past. And mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
potentially this could snowball into another forkable event. Yeah. Potentially, right? So that's I think the the narrative of today. Like, yeah, what's gonna happen? Most likely, BRC twenties are gonna continue to grow in interest because now you're starting to see exchanges like lining them up. Yeah, right? yeah, because they want in on this action, dude. Yeah, I mean, they their business model is transactions, right. transaction fees. Yeah, they don't care about any like existential risks no. or, to the uh, Bitcoin protocols. Like, if people buying and selling these things, they are. Oh, all right, dude. Let's uh, let's yeah. bring them in. Let's support. It, yeah, let's make Pretty. money. Yeah, let's make money, guys. Exactly, and they're not even. These are probably just like, you know, IOUs. Yeah, they're not real like interactions with yeah. the any software that's been developed here. It's just Yeah, I guess we haven't really tested it yet. So the exchange we're talking about is Gate.io, mm-hmm. which we've never tinkered with. So Yeah, because we're Americans. Americans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> would uh would you guys see any event where instead of forking, you would see like an exodus to something like Bitcoin Classic? Huh. An exodus? Like out of Bitcoin? I don't think so because there's well, who would who would be going to Bitcoin Classic the ordinal system or I guess or the what? ones who are opposed to like any anything post Taproot because apparently the upgrade of Taproot oh, from see. 2021 is what's enabling all of this like yeah this whole system to emerge right somehow and then apparently there's like whole smart contract implications to yeah. Taproot as well which absolutely which apparently hasn't really been tapped into yet, but it's feasible at this point. Yeah. But if you're one of those Bitcoin maxis, he's like, dude, now nah, Bitcoin is only to store value. Stop it. Yeah. Stop fucking around with it. You know? So then- if you're, if you're listening to this podcast, hopefully it releases on Wednesday, May 10th. Uh, we just recorded a 20 minute video talking about uh, a little bit of this, this issue. And we were talking about how this one uh, tweet um, from Trevor BTC Mm-hmm. So he's like an investor in Bitcoin. He was talking about how if you do nothing and Bitcoin goes until its end stages where no more Bitcoin is entered into the ecosystem, then yeah. you ha- you have to rely on the transaction fees in order to sustain the network. Yeah. And if Bitcoin becomes a world reserve currency, the velocity of money is very slow, very low. Yeah. And so there are no transaction fees. Correct. And therefore incentive for miners to turn off their systems. Reducing security. <sighs> yeah, that sounds like a big no-no scenario, dude. Yeah. Sounds like a... Well, yeah, like Bitcoin's, I guess, according to that thesis, like it's it's already heading in like a lose-lose future scenario. We're yeah. talking like big-time future stuff. Because I'm trying to think. Let's, if Bitcoin becomes like this, the superpower of a money system, yeah, are, are we really going to use Bitcoin to transact with each other? I, I don't see that happening. Like if each sat was $1... Mm-hmm. Are we going to be sending sats to each wow. other? Uh, I mean, we're talking about like a $100 million Bitcoin. I think so. I mean, I, I, I think at that stage, it's it's feasible, I guess, because there should be such minuscule fluctuations in like Bitcoin's, you know, value at that point, right? Because yeah. we're talking like the whole world's bought into the concept and we're having a uh, multi, multi, multi-trillion dollar Bitcoin liquidity yeah. basis, right? So... At that point, it will probably operate very similar to a stable coin, right? So it's possible, it's feasible that, you know, we can start, maybe the world can actually adopt it if there's like a $10 million yeah. per Bitcoin future. Right? Yeah. We're talking like 20, 30 years in the future or something like that. Then. So if Bitcoin, if each sat was a dollar, that's a that's a $2.1 <laughs> quadrillion dollar market cap. Yeah, see, I don't even think that much like 
capital exists in the world, no, does there, it? There does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, there's absolutely more How than... much is the dollar? There's no way it's that. Like, It's trillions of dollars. But not quadrillions. No, but all the money systems out there. Okay. Well, then maybe like at a 10 million per, uh, like each sat is 10 cents. Each sat is 10 cents. Maybe that's more feasible, right? At that point, yeah. The happening will have basically no impact on Bitcoin's like yeah, so spot value. That, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Let's say, um, you know, without this issue with the ordinals or anything like that, taking up yeah. block space. Yeah. And Bitcoin was what it is before ordinals and it was just a money system. Yeah. You know, if we use it, that as an actual money system and it, each Satoshi was 10 cents, I, I don't I don't know if I see us actually spending sats at the grocery store. Like, I, I don't I don't think I see that. Like, I, I don't. I mean, it depends. There's going to be so many different like macro events that are going to precede that from happening again. Like, yeah, world so wars order, and stuff like. <laughs> well, not just that. And then for world wars and a collapse of tr traditional money value systems. Yeah. That we're using today. And again, like a global adoption of, of Bitcoin, at least from the premise of like a, a digital store of value so that it can get to that liquidity basis where it, it finds true stability, right? We're talking about, yeah, it might fluctuate 1%, 1 to 5% annually. Yeah. You know, like, because there's just too much liquidity and it, no individual... Yeah. macro event or actor can have any influence on that value so then you can start to extrapolate yeah well why wouldn't you know yeah why wouldn't businesses well the reason why i ask is because there needs to be velocity of money within right. bitcoin right yeah. that's how you sustain the network so yeah. that means that you would walk into a walmart and instead of yeah. seeing you know twenty dollar um you know sale right well that's what i mean there, there it's would... like 20 sat sale or 50 sat sale yeah. whatever yeah like everything is is pegged to the set yeah to the set yeah everything on the planet everything yeah what the fuck imagine that actually because that's the only way you have the velocity to sustain <laughs> yeah you know mining agreed yeah in the absence of what it is yes. like this new ordinal community of the stacks community anybody who's trying to develop anything of that of additional value and substance on the bitcoin protocol yeah like with if, if none of that exists, if or like a future where one version forks away to disable yes. that from happening, then yeah. can it continue down this trajectory and still like miners can still get the the incentives they need to support it yeah. in the future? Yeah, they got to pay bills. <laughs> yeah, if they can't pay the bills, they're inevitably going to turn it off anyways. Yeah, then you have like a you know a collapse in the in and, the, the value of the Bitcoin yes. because it, it all stems on that. Like in order for this to come to fruition, everybody has to understand, I guess, the intrinsic value of Bitcoin as a d digital store of wealth, I guess. Yeah. Like, that's the only thing that's going to maintain that. Man, that's going to be such a, a mental shift of humanity to like transition to like this money system as, mm -hmm. as a, a money transaction system mm -hmm. versus using your own local currency backed by Bitcoin, for example. Yeah, I feel like that is a more likely probabilistic outcome than using SATS so as too. a yeah. system of, of exchange. Yeah, so then like, what do you think? If, if the ordinals community and uh, you know, the miners lean more towards that and as like a viable pathway for Bitcoin's future, and then, okay, yeah, we, maybe we should address the scaling issues and yeah. figure out how to kind of flourish as a, you know, a... Uh, a network of networks essentially of it all settled on Bitcoin. Yes. Like, do you think that's actually going to harm or damage that potential of what you're talking about? It's like a, this shift in the, in the consciousness of like 
this is going to be interpreted as money. It's more like just, it's some other value beyond just money, right? Money is just sure. one of the features of sure. the value of Bitcoin network. Sure. But still, like that, that is valuable enough to still use it as some sort of oh, I totally, asset to back like a local currency, like you're saying. Yeah, right? yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, because we're talking about two extremes where yeah. we're using money as a as a system of transaction. Mm-hmm. Or sorry, we're using Bitcoin as a system of transaction, or or we're allowing ordinals and like this uh, uh, this uh, I guess community to exist on top of Bitcoin, where yeah. the transactions amongst this community is enough to support miners well into the future. Pretty much. Yeah, and then like the actual currencies of the world will probably still be like, you know, delegated based on like, you know, governments of the world. Yeah. CBDC, stuff like this. Yeah. But like you're saying, we're just going to add these assets as like a, you know, additional treasury strengthening devices yeah, yeah, yeah. for all these different nations, right? That's not such a bad outcome, <laughs> I yeah. guess. I mean, it's bad in the sense that, yeah, I, you know, you have to deal with uh, government overreach in all aspects of our lives continually, Yeah, you know, because no matter what, they'll probably dictate what is the uh, norm as far as like currency transactions and in the real world and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know? So I don't know. All of this is just to say people are panicking in Bitcoin because... Yeah. It, it's it's shaking up these narratives that have been like the last five years. Bitcoin has been nothing but this, yeah. like nothing but like, oh, see, you see that war over there that's yeah. sparking up by Bitcoin. Yeah, you see like uh, oil's going up and uh, you know inflation's on the rise by Bitcoin, like yeah. stuff like this. Yeah, which I mean, it's pretty powerful. There's no nobody <laughs> it's can, working. Yeah, nobody can do anything about Bitcoin. Like there's this right. Like it's a it's a powerful escape vehicle. But I guess. Like, from those people's perspective who are really advocating for that, like, what do you think they're really afraid of? They're afraid that, like, you know, the the world at large who really doesn't understand, like, where the value in Bitcoin lies, like, they're going to, if this shit gets, like, too expensive fee-wise and then, like, the network's yeah. all clogged. I don't know. Like, just the user experience of that is going to be enough to, like, change the world's opinion if, about Bitcoin? If they think that the ultimate outcome for Bitcoin is a money transaction system for the world, and if each transaction is like a hundred dollars, then yeah, that's a problem. I don't even think they think that Bitcoin's going to be a money transaction. Yeah, I don't think so either. They've abandoned even that. Like that yeah. was Satoshi's original vision, but yeah, that's been thrown out the muck. Yeah, you know, it's like, dude, no thanks. So, we- so that means that the they're they're advocating for a velocity near zero for Bitcoin. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, which to me it makes sense. That's kind of what you want. Is it's the digital gold. Yeah, but what about the thing you just talked about? Like, uh, I know, I know. That's the issue is that yeah. if there's no velocity, there's no transaction fees, and therefore yeah. security goes down. Yeah, like that's that's the ultimate issue. So it's it's a failed thesis, I think. It could be potentially like that's very risky, and I think once people start to realize that and grasp it, yeah, probably like a few happenings into the future, where it's like you know miners are questioning. Yeah, it's like, dude, we've just been like. S- stacking sats this whole time but like, yeah we've reached peak <laughs> mining like something peak oil like <laughs> exactly yeah so you're gonna see some of these ginormous operations like start to scale down and Which, that'll be like the headline grabber of that time you know it's like uh-oh yeah but that does you know so okay security goes down for bitcoin but that doesn't really mean that it's vulnerable yeah but what about the thing like isn't that the whole premise though like even though the the minting is significantly reduced like the 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 value is supposed to it's supposed to go up, yes, and to 
to cover that gap. Like, but no I, what. but but the point is, is that at some point in twenty one forty, there's no That's more. At some Bitcoin. point, there is a, a finality yes. moment where there's without to depend on transaction fees. Yeah, at that point, yeah. So whatever is happening with Bitcoin, people have just hodled it, or governments, corporations, whatever. They're just using it like gold. Yeah, it's interesting that 120 so, years before this inevitable event, we're yeah. talking about that problem. Yeah. It's interesting, right? But essentially, like at that point, then at point of finality, then it does. There's no other choice. If 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 innovations like BRC20 or, or ordinals are like prohibited from, yes. from that blockchain, then at that point of finality when we're all dead and there's like, you know, fucking yeah. <laughs> space monkeys and AI and shit like that <laughs> just dominating the universe. Yeah. <laughs> then that Bitcoin has to be transacted like yeah. like money. There's no other yeah correct option. Hundred percent. Okay. Well, damn, dude, that's one hell of a gamble. It is. I totally <laughs> agree. I totally agree. That's one hell of a bet for the Bitcoin maxis, dude. But but I get it, man. I I get why they're concerned. Because yeah. 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 You know they're concerned because new functionality on Bitcoin adds attack vectors, complexities, and then. And, and, vulnerabilities <laughs> yeah. and do, and then if you if you exploit bitcoin because oh god tapper 2.0 or yeah, some yeah, other yeah, update yeah 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 it, it, it tumbles everything's over yeah and then you're gonna there's no trust in bitcoin if there's no trust in bitcoin then what, what do you got now that's true i so that that's what it is it's yeah. that fear of the uncertainty of the unknowns of how they're adding new verticals of uh, potential attacks or something disruption basically that's yeah. going to again potentially ruin that reputation it's got going for it. Cause that's why this stuff is popping off. Cause but, man, I mean, I, like, like this is just memes and vaporware at this point, yeah, yeah. but it, and it, but it's interpreted as extremely valuable only because it's on the most trusted chain ever created. Yeah. That's a very like, uh, pristine reputation to, to maintain. Right. Yeah. Man. But, uh, God, now, now that I think about it, when um, we're talking about these transaction fees happening on 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 Bitcoin, mm -hmm. I don't know if uh, enabling. So, so how how do you even support something like BRC twenty? It's it's already supported by Bitcoin as is because all the all the miners are supporting this Taproot update. Yeah. Right. That has yeah. the longest chain. Therefore, that that is Bitcoin. Yeah. Let's say another update happens where we try to support this a little bit more, whatever, but it gets exploited. You could just go back to the original mm. like chain mm -hmm. before that update and just continue on that way. But all that money was lost mm. from from that point of inflection. Yeah. So, but I, I don't think you could you could kill Bitcoin in any scenario is what I'm trying to say. Meaning, like, if there's an ultimate, like, like, like an Ethereum DAO hack type scenario. Yeah, yeah the miners can be like, "Yeah, we messed up. Yeah. This this update had an exploitation. Yeah, and we're just gonna go back to mining the original chain before this update." Yeah, that's like a legitimate means for a fork. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. Yeah, of course, it's gonna have like detrimental effect on the market in the short term. Yeah. There's gonna be like a whole period of people's like, see, like fucking Peter Schiff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be on like the tallest mountain on yeah. earth. You're like, I fucking told you so. Yeah. And people are gonna be like, damn, I guess he's right this time. And but, but then we're gonna recover again. But I feel like if we were to roll this out in reality, I feel like the developers who who are start <laughs> to to agree is like, you know what, we do need to upgrade Bitcoin, and yeah. there is value in what's happening. BRC twenty normals. There is value. Let's support it. 
Let's make this upgrade. Yeah. I feel like before they make the upgrade, they test the shit out of it. Yeah. Like so much so that I would think so. Like it's open source too. Like there's yeah. no there's I don't think there's gonna be a chance for vulnerability here. I've, I mean, I would never rule it out completely, but you're you're definitely right. Like that's what we've it's, seen with Ethereum, like yeah. you know, with their recent upgrades. You know, right, these things exactly. took multiple years yes. of testing. Yeah, hundred percent. In order for them to even like consider like actually applying them. Yeah, I feel like this is gonna be what it turns out to be. Well, yeah, but that's that's the most interesting part about all this is like Bitcoin is slowly like morphing into legitimately yes. like an Ethereum competitor. Well, yes. I don't even know if like competitors even the thing. I, I guess like from a liquidity perspective, yeah, they do compete. Yeah. Right. But but if we if we buy into the concept of the future that at some point there's this gonna be an omni chain, like the blockchain is just all interconnected. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Liquidity's traversable across the whole thing. So it's all valuable. Yeah, you know? right now. But right now, yeah, this is real competition, you know. Bitcoin is what? Roughly two X of Ethereum? Yeah. So maybe in the future it's gonna be like ten X Ethereum, dude. <laughs> five five billion. Whoa. <laughs> So what you're saying is if this works out, see, that's the thing though, because so much more is going to have to happen because Ethereum, I mean, has from a technical standpoint, and if you're trying to build some kind of ecosystem, you know, leveraging fungible tokens as like some sort of, you know, tool yeah. to do that, I, I, I would think you would choose like Ethereum, like any other, any other smart contract Protocol. I would, I would think so too, just because they have all the history and like experience, like developing these smart <laughs> contracts. True. All of a sudden, you bring smart contracts to Bitcoin. Like that doesn't mean that all the devs are going to be developing on Bitcoin. Well, yeah, but that's what we know. What devs are attracted to is liquidity, right? Devs. Yeah. Every any anybody who's trying to make anything of value, that is the obvious attractor. It's like sure. where is the liquidity at? And without a doubt, Bitcoin has the most verifiably there it is we're looking at it right in its face dude yeah 533 is that billion? billion yeah billion versus 221 billion so like if i'm a dev i'm licking my chops right now my <laughs> you know it's like dude think about this dude think about you know building the next uniswap on bitcoin aka oshi finance and, and others yeah Think about that opportunity of like if if you are first to market with like an actual viable product. That's it, dude. That's a good point, dude. You're fucking literally like cooing all night long just thinking about that future. <laughs> it's like, dude, I could I could be the next Uniswap. Like if I just build it. Right? Yeah. I'm a developer. I'm fucking a badass. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Why the fuck would I go build some decks on Ethereum? It's already been done like a thousand times. That's true. I should go do this shit on Bitcoin now. You know. And Damn. make my billions, billions, because that's what Uniswap is. It's four billion. <laughs> you huh. know? Yeah. Am I not making sense? I do. I, <laughs> I cannot argue, dude. I know. And I dude. would. And I would argue, uh, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's too obvious. It's too fucking foreseeable, dude. Like yeah. Bitcoin has cracked some wall. Yeah. Right? Some wall dude, has and been this breached. This taproot upgrade happened in November 2021. And we're just now leveraging it. What was going on around then? Like that was, was the peak of the it market. It was ham. Yeah, it was the peak of the market. Yes. Yeah, that was the peak. Huh. I wonder, I wonder if, if there's any correlation. Feels weird, right? Yeah. I just now like realized that like as soon as Bitcoin hit its top, it's like all right, let's push this. Uh, yeah. That's one of the very weird action to take. Yeah, maybe like the uh, the Bitcoin community guys or whatever they just 
I was like, this is perfect timing. <laughs> perfect timing to exit because we don't know what the fuck this is going to do to Bitcoin. So oh, let's, let's capitalize now before we do this tremendous upgrade that could fuck everything up potentially. Huh. Yeah. Dude, that's, that's insane. I didn't, yeah. Yeah. Well, we know there's whales that have that kind of power and For influence sure. on these markets. Like they're still pretty baby-esque. But uh, Bitcoin is always, all these cryptos have whales that really do dictate the tops and bottoms of these markets. Yeah. You know, ever since I've been involved... It's always like a handful of actors who literally dictate like the ups and yeah. downs, the tops and the bottoms. Yeah, I know. saw a tweet. Uh, I don't know who it was from, but uh, someone moved four point two billion dollars from a uh, from like an exchange mm -hmm. of Bitcoin. It was like two hundred thousand Bitcoin or some shit. Holy like that. tits! Man, that's juicy. Is yeah. that like Roger Beer? <laughs> I see, yeah, right. I think it's either him or the Winklevi or something. There's only, like I said, like yeah. a handful of people who are yeah, like they moved it from an exchange, a custodial exchange. So yeah, I, I guess that exchange was holding it for them. Yeah, for good reasons, right? There's there's actual value from like putting money into an exchange because it's not a, like a retail exchange. It's like in a vault somewhere, Coinbase vault. Really? It's literally an underground bunker, mm. all that stuff. Wow, that's fucking insane. And so that money moved. Yeah. Somebody's doing something, dude, with $4 billion. There's literally like a military escort, mm -hmm. is what you're saying? Mm -hmm. Really? Damn. I bet, dude. That's interesting. Or, I mean, it might not. I mean, it was a transaction. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to visualize like yeah. how this is all but, going but, down. But, yes, somebody had to push the button. And, yeah. of course... As that button is pushed, there's probably like 15 guys behind them, like making Damn. sure nothing happens. Yeah, of course. I mean, dude, I get fucking nervous. Like, just with, moving a thousand dollars, you know, like <laughs> fucking sweating and shit. Like, I can't imagine a multi-billion-dollar like, yeah, move, button movement. Yeah, push of a button. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you got to pay these exchanges like handsomely to like yeah. offload all that pressure off of whoever owns all that yeah 100 percent. and like a guarantee probably like an insurance too it's like if we somehow fuck it up you'll you know, get you'll get at least 10 percent. <laughs> so you'll get some of it back <laughs> you know we're no way we're gonna cover your 10 billion dollar move but yeah yeah so there's a whole other like world basically yeah Th this is. is like the elite class of financial actors yeah. like this shit happens all the time like all over the planet yeah. You know, yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's, yeah, the, that's the crazy nice. thing is that this is like, uh, you can see it on chain, like all this True. stuff happening. Yeah, like if it comes like whale alerts, it's like, it's like posting it all over Twitter. Yeah. Just, just, we don't know what the fuck this means, but you guys should know. It's like all this liquidity is moving. So, yeah, and ultimately 4 billion compared to 500 billion, like even if they dump it. Yeah. I really wish you guys wouldn't talk about my finances on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> dude, imagine, dude. TJ was just like this it's like mysterious was, whale. Yeah. It just felt like, you know, helping us with our podcast. Yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> this is just like fun for me. You know? <laughs> it's like I got $4 billion just chilling. All right. Yeah. Dude, one day, TJ. One day. We're going to get there, dude. I have faith. With BRC20, we're going to get there. Yeah, man. I was telling, I've been telling you, man, this. So, okay, we've been doing this for what? Like four years? This yep. podcast thing, this YouTube thing. Yep. Building projects. And we've been pretty fucking deep. Yeah. For four years. You think about that. That's a whole college education. That's true. We've we've we graduated. <laughs> we got a bachelor's in and blockchain. Crypt crypto. And whatever the fuck. All this stuff, right? Degenery. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so 
where was I going with that? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just this is one of the, like the few feeling a few times where I, I feel tremendously like bullish on something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like super fucking bullish. I don't know. And this is coming from me. I was like the least interested in Bitcoin. Dude, I told you you would join the the boat <laughs> one day. But not for this reason. You <laughs> had no idea this was coming. No, dude. obviously not. You thought but... I was gonna like get excited about like boomer <laughs> prospects of like, <laughs> like one day everybody's gonna have like gold and bitcoin in their spreadsheets it's like dude <laughs> oh exciting stuff exciting times well yeah i don't know i just ever since i got in this space back in 2017 yeah the first thing i bought was bitcoin in 2014 to. yeah yeah to, to try and speculate on something else but i've yeah. always had that like i don't know what it is it's just like bitcoin just doesn't appeal to me well it didn't, didn't have thousand x potential like in the, i guess in the near term in the short term but it actually did, is what I didn't know. Whenever I first bought it, when it was at 300 bucks. Yeah. Wait, no, uh, that's that's 100x. Like 300 to 30,000 where it's at roughly yeah. right now. Yeah. So you're right. Yeah. I mean, I, I was still would have been like pretty cool with 100x back then. Yeah, you did some analysis too. Is that if you just held it, it w you would have gotten the same gains anyways. Yeah, like speculating and trading usually is not... Usually. Yeah, usually. For most attempters... <laughs> Usually one of the more dangerous of prospects of how you should be, you know, allocating your capital. Yeah, like it's, because the theory is you can't outperform like yeah. Bitcoin, for example. Well, yeah, it's just because. And if you try, you'd be spending all day trying. Yeah, you do have to put that much effort into it to, to keep up with the markets. You know, yeah. Because these things are fucking insane. Yeah. Especially this new one, this BRC20. Yeah, in two weeks, 26 million to a billion. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not saying trading isn't like viable. Of course, lots of people have made full blown careers off of trading, but yeah. for sure, like the Warren Buffett approach is buy and hold. Yeah, I, the most sound of uh, financial principles. If you want to avoid things like stress, yeah, <laughs> things like uh, like having to process and deal with your emotions every single day like well, just with that and like just keeping up with like technology yeah. and like where the the eyeballs are yeah yeah like market sentiment stuff you have to like you know be so plugged into the social sphere yeah just to hear all the conversations i mean and there's nothing wrong with that I, that's what i'm doing right now yeah it's very enjoyable i yeah. like it i like being on the forefront of all this like new innovation mm-hmm but man, yeah, I mean, sh we got shit to do, yeah. <laughs> like on our end. Yeah, we got we're trying to build metaverse primitives here and stuff like that. But this is very distracting right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? But I think no matter what, like this is valuable to us from well, a developer standpoint. Too. Yeah. Well, what if Bitcoin gets to a point where we need to support the Bitcoin yeah. network now? Well, we we were talking about it this morning uh, for our platform MetaZone. Right now, everything's minted on Polygon, right? Yeah. All the yeah. digital assets that our creators come on to, you know, to make 3D apps. Yes. And then deploy them on our store. They're minted on a layer two to Ethereum. So we're like, dude, why wouldn't we give the option to these creators to inscribe them instead if if they dude. felt the need to? It makes sense because. Yeah. Let's say other people are paying attention to BRC20s as they are. As they it's are, a billion yeah. market cap, right? Yeah. Probably like twenty to 50,000 people are paying attention, right? It's right. still kind of like a small thing, right? Yeah. But what if one of those developers would be like, hey, I like the metaverse. I, I want to <laughs> yeah. deploy shit in the metaverse as yeah. a Bitcoin ordinal. <laughs> yeah, because then my creation, my art, my 3D digital art 
app, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is, it's it's now embedded <clears throat> on the blockchain, you know, of Bitcoin for all of eternity, right? Yeah. Like that's the purpose of an inscription. Now it's and, and it's a deployable app on yeah. Bitcoin, dude. That's quite the narrative. Agreed. <laughs> so that's why it's valuable, even, like for all developers to be paying attention to this. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's not so much just like a liquidity like race. It's like, oh, you know, everybody's deploying capital on Bitcoin, so that's the reason to do it. It's just, mm-hmm. it's it's giving, you know, I guess the options, the market options, you know, to yeah. to establish provenance and stuff like that, like the intangible values to yeah. things, right? I, I mean, of course, yeah, just. That's what we're thinking about, I guess, like from a platform developer well, perspective. If we're, if we're thinking about it that way, other developers yeah. are thinking about it that way. Oh, oh fuck. You think yeah. OpenSea is not like gearing up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I even forgot about those guys. But yes, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I mean, Magic Eden already did it. They were like the first first movers. Yeah, that was the first signal. and then Yeah, that was a good signal. And then uh, Gate.io, yeah. um, Huobi. Yeah, like they're all slowly trickling in, basically. Yeah, you know? Coinbase probably will do it oh, from the international yeah. platform standpoint <laughs> yeah coinbase is usually kind of late to these types of things you yeah. know yeah but they bring a ton of liquidity just because it's well, Coinbase access the thing that coinbase has going for them is it's the access to the american population essentially. 100 million people we're talking about fifty thousand or so yeah. degeners on brc20 <laughs> imagine if 100 million people had access to this yeah yeah but coinbase is like a publicly traded company and like yeah, you get the trust too when it comes to Coinbase. You don't have to yeah, deal exa- with these back yeah. rooms. Ex- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, when you when you're transacting on Coinbase, like you know it's gone through like scrupulous, you know, uh yeah. securities scr- scrutiny and all kinds of shit, right? So that, yeah. that's the value they bring to the table. For sure. For sure. So it's a long shot for for Coinbase to get in in yeah. on this action at least for now. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, Binance, I don't think gives a fuck, dude. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're going to jump on this. No, they don't have ASAP. any regulatory, like, pressure. Yeah. Yeah, if they see volume, like, if that 24-hour volume becomes, like, a billion, right now it's at 132 million. Yeah. Oh, you best believe CZ's, like, you know, cracking the whip over there. It's like, go get these on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 14,000 uh, BRC20 tokens. Yeah, so I guess, like... So, uh, you know what? The centralized exchange angle is actually going to help a lot with what's going on with Bitcoin. Because Unisat, I mean, Unisat, kudos to them for, there we go. I guess, being first movers and providing, like, the infrastructure to get this ball rolling. But, man, like, their fucking requirements are, that's what's clogging the network. Because they force every user to inscribe mm-hmm. 20 inscriptions just to even get access to trade. So think about that. That's all just people. That's all just fluff. spam. Yeah, that, that's legit. Yeah, it's just legit spam. Forced spam, just to get people to yeah transact. That's why you see a bunch of shit over here. Oh my god, there's a lot, a lot of market caps here. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely grown a bit, huh? Yeah, fake hams. Yeah, people are mincing USDT. their own token just to get access to the exchange. You know, it's like yeah, fucking, fucking zeros. I mean, these are some of the early ones. This isn't a good example. Like, well, okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He's like, why are there 14,000 tokens already? It's because, you know, again, people are forced to inscribe. Yeah. There you go. Those are true shit coins there. Yeah, yeah look, look at this. this. Backslash. <laughs> F840 7860. Yeah. Yeah. This is people just getting their inscriptions so they can fucking trade, you know? And this is like, this is really what's clogging up the network. You know, this is unnecessary. 
That's a good point. So with more exchanges, centralized Correct. exchanges coming online, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna detract some of the but Unisat does have a first mover thing going for it. So I, I don't think it's gonna like slow down anytime soon. But I, I do think they should kinda like But it makes sense to to have that paywall though, because if you didn't I don't know. Uh I mean, yeah, <clears throat> during the last mint there so there was a mint yesterday called Vamp X. Mm-hmm. It was from a founder of Zen, the Zen crypto guy. Yeah, what's his name? Jack Levin. Jack Levin, I think. Okay. And so that uh, that minting event really truly exposed a lot of shit. It exposed Unisat definitely isn't ready for uh, the big show yet because <laughs> Uniswat Unisat was constantly going offline. Tons of error messages during this mintathon. Really, just to mint. Yeah. Vamp X on Unisat? Oh, dude, it was like I had to like refresh like at least a hundred times while I was trying to mint, and I finally got through. And then I got yeah. fucked over by Bitcoin's like mempool bullshittery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, Unisat presents you like a low, a middle, and a high gas fee tier, right? Yeah. And I, 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 I try my best to front load my expectations, meaning like the high is like one eighty. Okay, let me let me do two fifty sats. Okay. Instead, and I did it. And then apparently it worked. I got my batch of tokens. It showed in my Unisat balance. Yeah. And then like six to eight hours later, fucking zero. The balance disappeared. Yeah, because the people after you decided yeah. to pay more than you did. So you, I guess went, so. you went down the, the yeah, list. Yeah, because I was one of the earlier mentors, I guess like the fee that was displayed to me was not, low. And I bet you that people who are running the Bitcoin miners, mm-hmm. they can see the mempool and they can see all the transactions and people paying for those transactions. And mm-hmm. they could be like, okay, this guy paid <laughs> $250, i am going to pay 260 Ah, that's what happened. Yeah. Bastards, dude. Yeah. That's fucked, man. See, I, I so I, I don't know. That's probably, you're going to have to come up with different minting strategies because this was without a doubt like the first like big killer mint event on the BRC20 network. Yeah. Similar to like something, I don't know, like go back to PFP. I remember like all, every PFP that was launching um, was like a- Mebits. Mebits was a big one because it yeah. came from, who, who was it? Before Larva you, Labs. Larva Labs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the CryptoPunk people. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, that's exactly. So it's similar to this because this guy, Jack Levin, we don't know too much about him yet, but he's building a lot of influence. Like he's got like a community of- followers because of zen and he's advocating a lot for like these first principle things like every project he like puts out there is like a fair token distribution so fair token open source no vc stuff like that yeah yeah i don't know if that stuff's true or not but that's that's what he's saying but it's it's definitely hitting a nerve you know what i mean but anyways that mint was so chaotic like you know unisat couldn't handle it it was totally yeah breaking apart and then yeah i got out I competed. Got, I got pushed out. Yeah. And I didn't even get my tokens. And they took my fucking gas. Yeah. And then they put out a message on uh, somebody did. It was like, sorry for your loss. <laughs> 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 like, there's really nothing you could do. You know, I had, I paid the miners, but they didn't. That's so, that's weird. I don't know. If, I don't like well, that. Well, I don't setup. know if you paid the miners. You're just in queue to never get mined. That's essentially what Well, I, I checked on it. Like, it's literally invalid. It's not even like. Oh, really? It's an invalid attempt. Like, so you pay for the attempt. But if they're you, like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> you pay for the attempt to get your mints. But if you get out busted by everybody else, it's just like, sorry, bro. These guys paid more. That's thanks, thanks for the cheddar. You know what I mean? Yeah. These fucking miners are greedy assholes, dude. The fuck? I don't know. It could be just protocol level. <laughs> like, I don't know. 
I don't, I don't know, know what happens. That's definitely not user friendly, and uh, that's definitely not going to be good for. But the that future happens of on Ethereum adoption. too. If you, I know, yeah, yeah, this is not cool. Is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, this is this. Would, I'm going to put up with this because I mean, fuck it. That's what I do, I guess. Well, early gonna, adopters they pay for this stuff. Yeah, but but if we're talking about future where people are just trying to mint, you know, like a a Beyonce thing. Yeah, Beyonce tickets on the metaverse. Yeah, yeah exactly. this is a problem. This is going to be a problem. I paid fifty bucks. Plus the, uh, the the whatever fee fee yeah I need to get my ticket and that's that yeah the, imagine Beyonce's like PR team is like sorry the blockchain told us sorry for your loss yeah <laughs> I, I see Ticketmaster's already made it yeah, yeah. Crypto, huh yeah dude exactly like this is core use this is what Vitalik was talking about whenever at ETH Denver yeah he's like the UX is the most critical thing to focus on for the next ten years because yeah that was bullshit dude yeah. <laughs> They literally, I got scammed by Bitcoin's blockchain and like all the miners and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got fucked. Because I actually, I was one of the early minters, dude. What the fuck? Yeah. Not cool. Not cool, guys. Not cool at all. Yeah, I suspect in order to correct this, that early minters get first dibs, the first first round. And something. Or like a lottery or something. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so this is one of the many dangers of dabbling in this space at the moment is you never really know what's going to happen during mint events. Like you're going to lose your fees. Um, who knows? There could be like exploits going on and the well, platforms themselves like Unisat. They're so how did very you, unsuitable. So let me ask you. So Vampex, big, yeah. big mint, right? Huge. Yeah, how did big. you, how did you know that you were buying the right Vampex? Because this guy literally had a countdown timer for like, 15 hours before the launch okay. and then he was tweeting out all day. He's like, Hey, once that thing hits zero, we're going to publish the, basically the link to the actual mint okay. like, process on, on Unisat. Yeah. Okay. And that's exactly what they did. You know, there was like a five or 10 minute delay for whatever reason, but eventually he's like, let's go. And then here's the link Yeah. from him. Yeah. Not anybody else. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Clicked on it. It took you straight to the Unisat minting like portal, I guess. So if anyone wasn't paying attention to his Twitter, right? This happened yeah. on Twitter. Yeah. That means somebody may have found, Hey, this Vampex thing is happening. It's oh, already live. Yeah, I'm going to buy this, this fuck yeah. shit coin. Yeah. And you know and what? They got effed. <laughs> yeah. And people were actually speculating before this. It was already because he, he put out like hidden like codex. Okay. And his messaging or something. It's and like the Chinese community somehow pieced it all together and they 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 preemptively found out the ticker is gonna be Drac. D R D R A C. And then somebody found it and like the volume exploded. Like fifty Bitcoin in volume happened, like leading up to that launch. People anticipated on a on a fake coin. Well, I don't know. I almost feel like it was Drac. And then he realized people found it. And then uh, he, I think he switched it up to Vamp X after the fact. So he probably inscribed multiple names and then it yeah, was like, I guess. Yeah. Because Jack makes sense. Like, dude, like it was very believable. Like these, these Chinese conspiracy theorists, <laughs> they, they gathered a lot of really juicy details and like, like a, a website that had the right graphics, like ready to go and shit like that. The same graphics that eventually were deployed on Vamp really? X. Yeah. Huh? I know. That's Dude, I I've been going deep, dude. <laughs> did you uh, did you get on in on Drac or what? Oh, I did. I did buy a little bit of Drac. Oh, okay. I was speculating too. You know, okay, I was, okay. I was fucking around, <laughs> fucked around, <laughs> and I found out, you know. <laughs> but then once the, the Vampex thing came along, I was ready for that too. You know, I had my fees allocated, ready to go. My Bitcoin, yeah. as he directed, he's like, make sure you got Bitcoin in your Unisat wallet. It's like I got it. 
and I was there early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> minting my ass off, you know, because I was speculating that this is gonna be a big launch, and it is. Like, uh, pretty much. Yeah, I got fucked. All right, so let's let's take a look at Vamp X. So we're going to BRC twenty, and let's type in Vamp. Yeah, this is pretty degens. Uh, well, I think oh. it's VMPX. V yeah. Okay, VMPX. So, yeah. There she is. Uh, see, that's definitely wrong. Yeah, that's, that can't be it. I mean, you can go to Unisat and check it out. So there's about roughly 100 million, I think, of these tokens that were minted. So we could do quick napkin math to see where the market cap is at the moment. Yeah. Because this thing literally launched yesterday. Um, and it's already, I think it, it has more volume than the Ordi token itself, mm. which is the number one token in the entire ecosystem. So, so this thing is blowing up, you know? So, so there it is. There's a deploy inscription. That's how many tokens exist. 108 million, hundred percent yep. minted. Yep. Not by me though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't catch that wave at all. So 420 is the how many units of the 108 yeah. million that you can purchase yeah that was the max like batch amount basically okay 420 per per uh, inscription uh oh go to like the marketplace so you can see the spot price okay and hit view only because uh you didn't get you don't have that paywall <laughs> go to the left where you say already already there it is number two you don't even have to type it in oh, dude shit. it's right there okay so what's that 39 cents per. Okay, so I guess what's 100 million times roughly 40 cents? That's 40 million, right? Yeah. 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 So we're talking like a 40 million market cap right now. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So it's still reasonable. Yeah. I mean, the whole. Uh, it's, it's, it's interesting to kind of pinpoint like the point in time we are 40 million market cap Vampix. I guess one of the more prominent uh, minting. Like launches, launches so far. So far, yeah. So. Maybe in a week from now, it's going to be like 500 million. Like the the next ones that, but that's the thing though. The, I don't know what Unisat's going to have to do to kind of like, like a scale to support these type of events. I don't think you can. If no? so, if so many eyeballs are trying to overcompete like with each constantly other. Constantly refreshing your site and shit. Well, I guess that. Because that that's what problem. I was doing. <laughs> and everybody yeah, but, else too. But you got through and you still got out competed yeah. by yeah. the people spending more money than you. Right. But I was getting double fucked. I was getting fucked sure. by Unisat yeah. because they were dealing with, you know, basically a DDoS attack. Yeah. <laughs> everybody <laughs> refreshing. Yeah. <laughs> and I was getting fucked because of the, the mempool abusers and the miners yeah. and all that shit. So like I was doomed. It was futile. Like Elon yeah. says. It was a futile effort, dude. I was going to. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you may be a long ways away from Unisat. The Coinbase still goes down if there's significant. Yeah, so true. That's true. Yeah, this so is true. like one of those unaddressable things. I mean, you could try. Your, like, yeah, Coinbase has infinite resources. Yeah, and they're still going down. If the world is like, you know, panicking for whatever reason. Yep, you're right. Yeah, like these things happen. Yeah, this is a big problem, especially in the context of Coinbase. Yeah. When you're ready to sell like everyone else is mm -hmm. and you're trying to sell and it goes down, yeah. that's a problem. It is a problem, dude. and they, and you know they have infinite money. Yeah, so I guess the best thing to happen that can happen here is like the Dex environments to start to merge, right? Liquidity pooling and stuff. Yeah, I guess AKA that, Oshi Finance, you know? which then you're only competing with the actual cost per transaction. Exactly, you're not so much dealing with like the interface concerns of yeah. like you know server backends. Yeah, like yeah, so true. Getting tripped up. 
So at least you're getting singularly fucked. Yeah. <laughs> Not you're getting fucked by whales. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Which inevitably this BRC20 thing is it's going to become a game of whales. Like as the fees continue to go up, 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 and up, and up, and up. Yeah. The only I mean, people who can play are whales. Yeah. People who are like flipping like 50K at a time or yeah. 100K at a time. And they're not even sweating it. They're and they're like, paying like $1,000 to do that. It's like, yeah. dude, yep. Yeah. <laughs> All day, <laughs> <Yeah>. son. <laughs> no thanks. I mean, yeah, dude, that's exactly what. And that we saw that with, uh, you know, DeFi Summer in 2019. Yeah. And with PFP Mania and shit, dude, that was a whale exclusive experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody with like, you know, a little thousand dollar ballots can't participate, dude. Right. It's unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's how you know, man. We're very weird. Like nowhere close to mainstream anything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Fuck. I mean, the, the only thing close to mainstream is Coinbase and they still go down. That's why what, what frustrates me is like you see these commercials where, I mean, we don't see commercials anymore, but they used <laughs> yeah. to be like, um, you know, commercials from like HP and like Rackspace and like all these like companies that can infinitely scale your app. Mm -hmm. Like it's just not true. Yeah. <laughs> you don't think Coinbase is like looking at this stuff was like, I yeah. need to infinitely scale. <laughs> <Guys>. <laughs> I need to do this. And, and it's not working. No, dude. You're telling me there's lies in marketing? <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. This is news to me. Fucking A. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I know, dude. And it's, it's rough. It's rough. But so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. At the end of all this, just f fuck it, dude. I mean, we're going to deal with struggles no matter what. But this is how Ethereum played out <laughs> over the last few years. You know, it was a painful process. Yeah, it stopped our business. I remember yeah. when. Yeah. That's why we was like, dude, we need, we can't, yeah, we can't. We can't sustain a business on Ethereum. Yeah. Like we were literally one of the first like people trying to build a legitimate, you know, app. Yeah. On Ethereum. And uh, it worked for a little bit. You know? Yeah. When the transaction fees were reasonable, but when they yeah. weren't, nobody was buying anything. Correct. And then yeah, even, even Mana, I guess, like went to Polygon and yeah, everything right. basically shifted to Polygon. But yeah, like we built games in the metaverse where we tr tried to charge like 10 mana fees just to play like, you know, it's like a concept similar to, you know, arcade machines, you know, put, yeah. put, put, put 50 cents in yeah, and play our game. Right. And that was like the whole premise in the beginning. And it was working. People it worked beautifully. Yeah. People were playing, they were having fun and, you know, pots were being built and, you know, it was, it was cool. Yeah. This was when ETH was a hundred bucks. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Peak bear market of 2019. Yeah. Basically. And then things just started going bonkers because of DeFi. Yeah. And uh, and then NFTs and and yeah, nobody's paying, you know, 20 bucks yeah. for, for a 50 cent transaction to play a game anymore. Yeah. Right. So that that became a huge problem. And uh, and we're seeing it now on Bitcoin. Yeah, pretty much. So. So the speculation is that we're going to see second layer solutions. Yep. And yeah. I feel like this is a good thing for Bitcoin. I I. I don't quite see the Bitcoin oh. maximalist perspective on this. You don't think they're going to win out? I mean, the best, the only thing they can't, they, this is already like, I think they understand. There's nothing they could do to stop this. Yeah. There was like a letter, somebody from Blockstream or something like that. I don't know if he's the CEO or what. It's right there. Well, yeah. Eric Wall. Well, not Eric Wall didn't write this. He's just like reacting to oh, okay. Andrew Polstra. Polstra, director of Blockstream. Oh, it's an email. Yeah, so he's like basically saying like, there's a lot of junk happening <laughs> on block on Bitcoin now, but ain't a goddamn thing we could do about it, you know. So uh, 
Yeah, it says right there at the bottom. I don't see any principled way to stop this. Oof. Yeah. Big statement there. So yeah. the only thing you can do, if you're one of these maxis, dude, and enough miners agree with you, they think what's going on here is more harm than good, which I struggle to believe they're going to come to that conclusion because they're fucking raking it in, obviously, freaking yeah. raping me yeah. in the process. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why would they want to put an end to this? Yeah. You know? So, so yeah, basically, the Bitcoin community is forced to get off their ass and start innovating and start building. Yeah, let me read the last statement here. There's a reasonable argument that this sort of data is toxic to the network. Mm -hmm. Since even though the market is willing to bear the price of scarce block space, if people were storing NFTs and other crap on the chain, then the Bitcoin fee market would become entangled with random pump pumps and dump markets. Pump and dump markets. Mm -hmm. Undermining legitimate use cases and potentially preventing new technology like Lightning Network from gaining a strong foothold. But from a technical point of view... I don't see any principled way to stop this. Mm. Hmm. Okay. So what are you taking away from this, dude? Well, uh, people smarter than me have analyzed this from a technical <laughs> perspective, and they're saying there's no way to stop it. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel like this is one of those things where it's like spilt milk. Mm. Like it, it was enabled through Taproot. Yeah. And exactly. people agreed Taproot was necessary. Yeah. For, so, I guess it was like originally for security purposes or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Increasing the security. I was like, okay, let's do it. So they yeah. did it. Yeah. And here's the result. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you just got to adjust accordingly. Yeah. Which, yeah, like I said, I don't think it's a bad thing. Look, you got me deeply ingrained yeah. in your ecosystem now, dude. That's If I could flip, like you're you're doing something right. Yeah. You know, like this is a good thing for you, Bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm literally not paying attention to the whole PayPay coin madness that's happening on Ethereum. Yeah. I mean, all the whole meme coin speculation going on there. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. You know, I, I know a lot of people are making fortunes, small fortunes. Probably not anymore. It's probably like a straight dump fest now. Yeah. But this is actually something of interest to me. Like this is real. This is a real innovation happening before our eyes. Yeah, because it yeah. forces the Bitcoin community to adjust. It's like yeah. this: this stuff is happening. What are yeah. we? What are we going to do? And how exactly. do we? How do we mitigate something? Something like this. Yeah, you're going to find the next superstar devs who are going to because you know they're taking on the risks and the challenges of solving problems, which yeah. what we have been dealing with in the metaverse. There's tons of problems yeah. for the metaverse that are not being spoken about, like amongst many other of our of our peers. Yeah, <laughs> but the stuff that we continually talk about internally daily right and we've taken it upon ourselves to work on these issues and focus on trying to solve these problems because if if we don't do it and then nobody else does it then yeah metaverse for sure ain't gonna happen yeah same with this like if if these devs don't pick up these remember these fucking torches i used to say yeah, back yeah, in the day yeah. <laughs> there's all these goddamn torches laying on the ground yeah and everybody pick your torch pick it like you know there's tons of problems that need to be solved so pick one yeah and build on it and uh yeah, as, as long as everybody picks up these torches and you're going to have a tremendous Bitcoin ecosystem at the end of it. I found it you know? interesting that you, you said you were listening to one of these Twitter spaces and they mentioned independently the metaverse. Yeah, out of nowhere, out of the blues. Yes. <laughs> so what was your take on that and like what's the summary on that? Oh, I mean, I wouldn't expect like the Bitcoin community to be bullish on the metaverse, but they definitely had a overall bearish sentiment towards it because... Okay. But this is one of the, it was one of the more like, uh, 
respectful conversations I've heard on the topic, like in, in a, from a technical and developer's okay. perspective, right? Like they were they were talking about the context of what's technically unfeasible about the metaverse. Like if we're trying to get to some sort of ready player one type of experience where clearly interoperability is like one of the main focuses to enable something like that to happen. And of course there's all these hardware considerations like VR tech is nowhere where it needs to be in order to sustain like, yeah. uh, An actual like presence for more more than than, an hour, more than an hour. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Like if a real ready player one is like, you're basically living in the virtual environments so the hardware needs to even catch up for like multi-hour usage yeah, and like not no fatigue. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's one issue. But they were talking, you know, very technically about how difficult of a problem it is. Like from the meta, from a developer's perspective, the metaverse dilemmas far outweigh like the difficulty that the blockchain space yeah. has to deal with. Yeah, right? yeah. Like AAA companies with infinite resources, they uh, can't even like really like Meta figure it out. Meta, you know, like Microsoft, yeah, like they have bodies and engineers. I, I and feel money. like because nobody can figure it out, I feel like the definition, you know, so to speak, of the metaverse, it still needs to be defined. Because if if your yeah. definition of the metaverse is Ready Player One, yeah. we got big problems. Exactly, we, it's yeah. it's almost unachievable. It's Ready Player One is just a second Earth, a digital <laughs> Earth, where yeah. people spend all their time. They yep. can play any game that they want, yeah. And all they got to do is like walk there or, or yeah. transport there. Like they exactly they're playing a racing game. Then there's yeah. like a shooter, yeah. Like all in the same realm, yeah. And like that that presence of you, just like we have our personal presence of us in this physical realm. It's yeah. called a soul or yeah. like your identity, whatever the fuck it is, yeah. That same expectation has to apply in the virtual sense. Like, yeah, no matter where you enter, whatever you experience, you're building up like your soul, your presence of identity yourself. So that has to traverse throughout your entire metaverse mm-hmm. like existence, right? So, so if, it's gonna be tough. So if, if Ready Player <laughs> One is your definition of the metaverse, I find it very difficult to to believe we're gonna achieve something like that in in the in the reasonable sense, like next uh, twenty years. Oh, dude, I'm not that bearish about it. It's like, I definitely think it's achievable. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, man, that that's tough, dude. I don't know. What do you mean, dude? I, 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 don't, <laughs> I don't think we're going to be donning headsets to play, like, uh, you know, the next version of Halo because that's where the... Really? Yeah, I don't... Dude, well, I, we're at the same time. <laughs> at the same time, we're, we're putting on headsets to play Halo. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, we're done with Halo. Let's go play this other thing without, like, removing the headset and, like, like uh, we're just going to go over there. I mean, you mean, like, you're still, still in, like, the virtual sense? Yeah. I, I, dude, it, it's it's doable. I know it is. Well, I, it's it's hard to envision now because there's nothing that exists to support that. Like, the, the, the most prominence, like, of game engines unreal and yeah and unity don't support something like this right so a whole new layer has to be developed on top of what exists to make like things like physics and uh you know rendering of graphics and stuff are that's already like widely available and understood yeah but to do what you're talking about yeah this is a whole new infrastructure technology layer with many different types of components many different types of actors supporting it you know. Yeah, because what you're talking about is we live on the operating system level and we're accessing different apps seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like like the metaverse is the operating system. Or the apps themselves are the things, the vehicles that interpret like all these different parameters and 
you know, mm. informative, like, I don't even know how to say it, <laughs> like components that make up all these different virtual environments. These, these, uh, what you're talking about is like rendering all these like games in that same operating system in real time. Right. Like, uh, from the asset level, probably. Cause yeah. then there has to, that requires like a whole new infrastructure of like indexing of information per virtual environment and some, something yeah. that can be interpreted and then like spit back up. Yeah, I mean, every time of, you like, it kind of else. makes sense because we we've always called the metaverse like the operating system layer, mm -hmm. right? And then what we're building is the application layer, which are all the apps that run on top of the yeah. operating system. Yeah, and so being you know being in a metaverse where that metaverse experience is the operating system, and then you're just accessing different apps, mm -hmm. and and the whole world is building apps within that operating system we all have to agree on what the operating system is so that we have, we have to define what the operating system is, the mechanics, like the, the rules, mm -hmm. like that's quite the effort. I feel like. Yeah. And of course, like all developers who end up leveraging the operating system, they're not going to create like mirrored experiences in their competing virtual environments, you know, mm. they're all going to be different. They're all going to have different limitations for different aspects of their virtual environments, like avatar. I don't know size yeah uh different you know animation rigging schemes and uh yeah, you know yeah, yeah. different physics from projectiles stuff like that right but still if yeah like these things have to be interpretable and then um like conformable yeah <laughs> upon entry some way or another like from the uh app user's perspective you know yeah i i just it's interesting that these <sighs> uh these bitcoin guys are thinking of the metaverse as like one of the more complex yeah problems yeah but that see what we're talking about is end game metaverse but that doesn't mean like there's gonna be phases to it yeah yeah and there's true. still gonna be value the most important thing is finding the value of the metaverse but right? I, like, I feel like the end game is important to define because that's you build the phases towards that end yeah, game agreed because if you right. don't have it defined you're just aimless well and we have to establish value premises pre-end game because we're never going to get there yeah good point unless like you know developers vcs contributors understand that there is value in the metaverse and that's the only way to fund like continual development yeah it's good point. otherwise it's just going to be like a pipe dream you know yeah yeah we got to get there sustainably somehow all right that's been episode 155 we yep. talked about bitcoin and the implications of ordinals and brc20s yeah we talked about the metaverse and um and yeah let us know if you have any questions on any of this stuff it's definitely not easy to jump into what brc20 is and like how to touch this stuff and now you know there's this huge paywall to, to get in get into it just yeah. in the first place um, and a learning curve yeah yeah so we're going to be talking more about brc20 in our 20 minute videos yeah definitely stay tuned because we're, we're going to have to create something either a scripted video or just like a quick rundown of just yeah. how to even participate in this stuff because yeah. a lot of people are asking like Oh, it's nice you're hyping us up about these projects yeah, and stuff. But I don't like, know what, what to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. we're going to help you guys out. All right, guys. I appreciate it. Follow us on Twitter at TheBlockRunner, at Metazone.io, and at Roby AI, and we'll catch you in the next video. Peace. <laughs>